Real Truth Cactus, uh, which, if you're not following Real Truth Cactus on Twitter, is uh, the cactus from our show. It's just a cartoon version of the cactus from this show. So this show is actually called Verdict with Ted Cruz and Cactus. Please welcome the 2022 winner of Under 30 Speech Contest, Jessica Holmes. Thank you, Kara, so much for that wonderful introduction. And it is such an honor to be here uh, among so many wonderful conservative speakers. I really am honored. And I also want to thank all my friends and family at home who've supported me through this. Uh, it's really been such a wonderful and special opportunity. I especially want to thank my parents, who really did me the world's best solid by pulling me out of the public school system and homeschooling me throughout my childhood. So. <laughs> I grew up with a very strong love of God and country. So what I have to share with you today is some wisdom I learned from them. When I think of the West, I think of two pictures. The first is of the Old West, with cowboys and sheriffs and John Wayne walking around saying, well, you're short on ears and long on mouth. <laughs> In this West, anyone can be anything they set their mind to because they have adopted the traditional Western ideals of hard work and a love of God and family. This West, unfortunately, is something like a fantasy. And I am reminded it is like a fantasy when I think of the current West. The California coast turned into a tent city, its streets peppered with broken needles and fecal matter. The classroom turned into a place where students are groomed into accepting queer and critical race theory. The home broken as fathers abandon their children to be raised by single mothers and grandparents. That is, if they even make it out of the womb to begin with. The first West is the West we idealize in the conservative movement, yet it is the latter West we face today. And so many of us ask, how did this happen? And I'm here today to tell you that our once grand frontier and our treasured ideals have been invaded and replaced by the poisonous facade of niceness. And it is only by being not so nice we can reclaim our Western tradition. <laughs> now this may seem like a contradiction in terms. How could niceness lead to such a collapse? Niceness is so well-intentioned. I'm sure we could all agree here we don't want anyone to feel bad about themselves. Yet all throughout history, people have been mistreated and persecuted based on the color of their skin, their gender, or their religion. More personally, I'm sure we could all think of times in our own lives when we suffered through feelings of worthlessness, loneliness, or isolation. Is it not heartbreaking to see someone who struggles with gender dysphoria, someone who hates their own body so much that they wish to cut parts of it off? I think it's important to recognize, for all that has happened, the left originally began their pursuit of niceness from a place of genuine concern. Any good-natured person would want to stand up for someone who is suffering. The problem is, this niceness became toxic. And I'd like to clarify here, there is a key difference between niceness and kindness. Scripture calls us to be kind, to love our neighbors as ourselves, but to never hide the truth. Niceness, on the other hand, especially toxic niceness, will go to any lengths to ease another's emotions. So for example, the left may say, well, if a man wants to be called a woman and swim on the women's team, it's not nice for us to tell him no. Well, let's consider this. Is it kind to lie to people? 
obviously the man is not a woman, is it kind or loving to encourage his delusions and encourage him to take cancer-causing drugs or chop off healthy body parts? What about the women on his team? Is it kind or loving to subject them to the presence of a naked man in their changing rooms, to force them to compete against a man who they have a natural disadvantage of to begin with? This is a dangerous situation that sacrifices truth and safety for someone's self-perception. Or here's yet another example. Have you guys heard about what's happening in Fairfax County, Wisconsin right now? Two middle school boys are undergoing a Title IX, yes, a sexual harassment investigation because they used the wrong pronouns. People are trying to destroy the lives of these children because they didn't adhere to woke ideology. And these are just a few examples. All around us, the left is pressuring our institutions into supporting sex changes, drug habits, and abortions. None of this is nice. It's destructive. America's institutions have abandoned the tenets of Western civilization in favor of toxic niceness. And you know, it didn't always used to be this way. The left may castigate the West as the civilization that brought us environmental destruction and slavery. But the fact of the matter is, evil has existed since the beginning of time, since the Garden of Eden. Instead, we Americans need to remind ourselves about the things that make us unique. The actual establishment of universal human rights, the abolition of slavery, the scientific method, morality, as defined by a loving God who ordered the universe. All of these find their origin in Western tradition. Western culture strikes the balance between reason and revelation. Man, as proven by the Garden of Eden, is fallen and sinful. Yet a perfect and loving God provided us a way through Christ. That same God also provided us the necessary structures for happiness, first and foremost being the family. Scientific research has shown us time and again that children grow up happier and safer in a traditional home. Lower rates of abuse, drug use, suicidality, crime rates, all of these stem from having both a mother and, yes, most importantly, a father in the home actively participating in the lives of their children. When BLM says it wants to disrupt the Western nuclear family, recognize what it is they want to destroy. They want to break down the very fabric of our civilization and atomize us into individuals who are all dependent on this state. Yet the West says we can stand up on our own two feet. In the West, we can live up to MLK's dream and not be judged by the color of our skin, but by the content of our character. Wokeism, wokeism, however, tells us that our skin color is more important than anything else because it determines whether or not we are oppressed. However, the West says we can rise above our circumstances. Wokeism, however, tells us our circumstances are all that matter. Remember this, only Western civilization posits that human life is infinitely invaluable because we are created in the image of God. Only the culture and practices of Western tradition teach us to seek peace and to love our neighbors as ourselves. Western Greek philosophers brought us logic and the scientific method that has led to global prosperity. And at the same time, it is by scientific reason and ingenuity that allows us to see the child in the womb. Both science and faith reveal to us that the baby is a newly created life and deserves protection. You see, the West is about more than just cowboys and sheriffs. 
The ideals of Western civilization have gone global. Now, when we peek into a country that doesn't practice these ideals, we are horrified. Take a look right now at China. Their despotic regime has locked its own citizens inside their homes to starve. Where America adheres to the ideals of religious tolerance, China locks Uyghur Muslims in concentration camps. We are not the same. We are not the same as a nation who would kill their infant daughters because they are not infant sons. We are not the same as a nation who would collapse a whole building on top of its citizens to hide COVID-19 numbers. We are not a country who would tolerate genocide. And you know why? It's because we are a Western nation and we adhere to the ideals of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But there are people in this country and in our government who are seeking to undo all the good the West has brought us. And why? Oh yeah, you guessed it. Because they want to be nice. You know, many people don't like the saying, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It's not nice. It suggests you're going to have to work for something. It implies there might be suffering involved. Newsflash! All of life is suffering. No one in this life is guaranteed not to suffer. It's what we do with that suffering that shows our character. You see, we conservatives, we're in the new West, but with only the remnants of our treasured civilization. Our once beloved land is now alien and uncharted. We walk onto college campuses where every professor and administrator stands against us, telling us to be ashamed for being Americans. They are trying to kowtow us into submission by telling us that we are not nice, and only by participating in the sacraments of wokeism can we be made right. There's real sacrifice in standing up. I won't deny that. You might lose friends, you might lose job opportunities. You might not even be able to finish college. But recognize, it is a worthy sacrifice. Look at all we have to lose. Young Americans today, I am challenging you, stop being nice. Stop quietly bowing to the ideologues who would crush your spirit and your voice. The only way we reclaim our schools, our churches, our media, our culture and families is by standing up for traditional values. Stand up for the nuclear family. Stand up for a child's right to life. Stand up for the truth of the gospel. I'm not promising you today that there won't be challenges. Many of you are young. You have a bright and brilliant future ahead of you. But you got to be willing to work for it, to build something. We will, in fact, have to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. We have to teach people not to fear suffering, but to embrace it and turn it into a growth opportunity. We may be persecuted for our beliefs. We may be mocked and ridiculed for being conservatives. But you know what I say? Bring it on, because they give me a better opportunity to show the world that our traditions, our faith, our families are worth protecting. <laughs> Let us live by example. I'll quote John Wayne one more time and tell y'all, courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway. Saddle up, young Americans. Let's ride. Thank you. Please welcome Colorado Christian University student, Olivia Keene.